Hey, Craig. Let's get into some coffee talk. Hey, I love it. I love doing some coffee talk. Well, you know, talk about what? Dogs, tortoise, whatever. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. It's a coffee talk. Coffee talk. <laughs> so we we're just sitting here talking about Jason's day yesterday because he went to Disneyland. And I thought, wait a minute. We can really. Yeah. Disneyland. What you said. What do your kids call it? Disneyland. <laughs> oh, they don't say something funny, the little ones? <laughs> no. Well, it's, it's funny because two of my little kids don't know much because they just know of the year of the pandemic, right? So, like, right. one of them was maybe seven months old when the whole thing hit. So, she's Her whole life has been a like, pandemic. <laughs> right. It, well, but we actually got in this conversation yesterday. So, her and my three-year-old – because of last year, their expectations on life is super low. So <laughs> oh, it's great. You, yeah. You go out to like the grocery store because we usually Instacart it. Um, right. And they're like, yeah. Oh, look at that. Like everything's new. You know what I mean, everything's awesome. So, yeah. yeah. I want to bookmark that thought because that that's interesting how for <laughs> them, everything new is awesome. A lot of times yeah. for agents, everything new is it's new. It, oh man, it's uh, it's the opposite. I don't know where our mind changes, where all of a sudden everything new is not great or we're afraid of it. But let's, yeah. You know, I think it probably has to do with the amount of noise. I actually had this conversation with my wife, but this is like a whole nother tangent. But, mm. you know, as agents, there's so much, right? Mm. If you really put it all out there, there's so many policies. There's so many, the policy jackets for each one are so long. Every carrier is completely different. Like there's so much to learn and know. So as soon as you see some sort of change, it probably feels like a lot, especially if you're in the weeds, right? Because there's, it's just like, dude, don't change another thing. Like I'm trying to learn all this. I'm trying to do all this stuff. Yeah. So there's a lot of noise. A lot of noise. So maybe so that's I, it. I think, like you're like, ah, oh, I can't deal with it. Because, yeah, because you're just, you got too much on your plate, which, so my wife and I were talking, <laughs> uh -huh. tangent. you don't talk, my to wife and I were talking a little bit. We do a little okay. bit. And we were, t and I was saying, it's so funny, like back, like think about a hundred years ago, Yeah, people, successful people, they would be the people that would search out information, maybe read a lot, learn new things and implement. And then they're successful if they have hunger yeah. and drive. Right uh -huh. now. It's the opposite. Like there's too much information yeah. that you get an analysis paralysis. And next thing you know, you're not doing anything because right. there's so much. There's so many notifications on your phone. Like all the stuff happens at the end of the day. You're like, what the hell happened with the day? Because it just went by. So yeah. it's like the complete opposite. Like a hundred years ago, no information. Yeah. You don't do much. Right. Uh, and then no. now too much information. I know. What's the deal with that? <laughs> <laughs> too much information. Yeah. Not too much. The, the, you know, what's interesting about that is, is so a hundred years ago, the person who could find the information. So the person that was resourceful yes. enough to find the information was the person who was able to then <laughs> become successful. Now, right. it's the person who can filter through all the crap and find the good information is the one who's the most successful. Right. And just 
it's almost like the one that just does. If you're but doing it same, all, it is the same because it's the person finding the information, right? The pertinent and good information. Just it was harder to maybe there was less, but it was harder to find. Now it's there's too much, but you have to sift through and find it. At the end of the day, it's still the one with the golden nuggets is the one who wins. Perhaps that's he or she who listens to this. The golden nuggies. The golden nuggies. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you're probably uber successful. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. You have to be. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to be to have the time to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. And so you're at Disneyland. Yeah. And what I thought was interesting about it is, is something that all of us even those listening to this um, can relate to is so Brandon, who is our general manager over at, at Teledudes, he went to Disneyland, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Or maybe and he said it was yeah, a nightmare. Ah, you couldn't, you, you couldn't do anything. Everybody had masks on. You had to wear a mask. You couldn't eat anything. And like you couldn't walk and eat. You couldn't do anything. Right. It was like being in lockdown at Disneyland. And then you went yesterday and you had an entirely different experience. Yeah. I think the the big thing was two weeks ago, masks, <laughs> distancing. There was and, – and it, because it's Disneyland, ultra corporate, and I'm sure that they were waiting for the governor to say it's okay to reopen considering how much they lose per day. Yeah. I, which I figured out if everybody paid full full ticket price, they would make $72 million a day in gross. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. So they probably wanted to just, so they're following all these rules. The rules are were crazy. I mean, you couldn't even, you could only eat in designated areas. You could take your mask off anywhere unless you were in those areas and just ordering food and, and just no absolute, no contact, no anything. And it was very difficult for them. And then what I heard is when they lifted that, the that day they ripped up all the social distancing stuff and the mask and, and this isn't a we're on e either side of of this conversation it just is what it is it's what happened then i go yesterday and they're packing us in everywhere there's you know you get off a ride and the next person goes in without sanitizing or anything like right. You know, people are stepping on the back of your shoes and like, it, it's just like as if, I mean, it wasn't no. any different than it was two years ago, except it was at about 50% capacity, which I haven't seen in Phenomenal. forever. So that was worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. We, we, we used to only start go tours five minutes. Oh, uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> we used to go only when it rained because then it would be pretty light crowd. And typically somebody would be injured in our party. So we could do the. <laughs> yeah. So, but, yeah. oh man, it is so interesting because like, uh, how does it switch from, remember, like if you go, and I'm sure I'm going to be on the plane next week. So I'm sure that they're still going to say that they're deep cleaning and all that. Although who knows, but everywhere would say we're deep cleaning. We go the extra mile to make sure that you're super safe and all this. And, and here you are now. The kids are licking the rails of the line again, and everybody's just stumbling over each other. No ah, problem. So gross. The kids are so gross. So when we when we did that event a couple months ago, and it was just, they were hardcore about all the precautions and stuff on the plane. 
on the plane, but dude, there were like chip bags and stuff in the pouches. There was garbage everywhere. There's no way that they deep clean. And they're like, oh yeah, they're taking time to deep clean. Right. They're, they did not. They're just selling the sizzle. Selling the sizzle. Selling the sizzle. It does make you feel like it's funny when they tell you that they're doing extra things. It does make you feel good. Okay. So here's another the tie in with Disneyland. Here's another cool thing. So they listed all these rides that weren't going to be open. Right. Yeah. This is classic Disney. They list all these rides that aren't going to be open. Well, we went there and boom, they opened like half oh. the ones that were supposed to be closed. Under promise and over deliver. Under promise and over deliver. And dude, they do it on purpose. So this sure. is what I found out too. You know, lines. So when they adjust those times for lines, it'll say like 30 minutes. They always overshoot the time so that when you see when you go up to the front, you're like, that wasn't 30 minutes, only 20 minutes or 25 minutes. Like, that's they're awesome. Con- they're controlling the flow. There, there's with the time, there's a supply and demand there, right? There's mm-hmm. okay, 30 minutes. There's only X amount of people that will wait 30. They're going to, the rest of them are, are waiting till it says 25 or 20. And so they can actually control the flow of traffic to those lines by putting whatever time stamps on it. That's like, true. Yeah. There's what the one in um, the Disney in Florida, which I've been to one time, they have the Avatar ride it, and it says it'll say eight hours. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? People wait eight hours, eight hours. Avatar at Disneyland. Yeah, it's it's well, it's in the animal kingdom, but they're all related. It's the whole Disney world. Yeah. It's, huh, it's, it's not even a that, Disney movie. Yeah, so that's a fun one. That that is a really cool one. It's like Star Tours, but you move around. It sprays stuff in your face, and it's an immersive experience. You like that? Okay, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, the the <laughs> wait, spray wait. in the face not as much. I know that that's one of your preferences, <laughs> but that's <laughs> what I already did that to you. <laughs> uh, oh, when I turned it around, <laughs> you tried to. <laughs> um, but I love that. So I love the over or the under promising and over delivering because it changes. So yesterday we were all so excited about a couple of the rides that were open and I was just laughing. I was like, it was so funny because if they didn't mention anything, if they didn't mention anything about what's going to be open or closed, we'd probably be like, Oh, this is whatever. Right. Right. But they actually made us talk about how excited we were and how happy we were that these rides were open and all this stuff just based on that. Yeah. And it's in alignment with what we were talking about in our sales meeting this morning. Same same type of thing. You know, you can run through the coverages and say, I got you for 100, 300, 100 for property damage, blah, 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 blah. Go through it all, right? Or you can actually yep. sell the sizzle on it. Hey, look, so I'm going to offer 100, 300. And let me go through what that is, blah, blah, blah. Explain it real quick because you don't want to give them too much of an education because they don't want it. But, you know, no. maybe give them a little bit of understanding. Yes. And, and then I have your, I'm recommending your property damage. And actually, look, you qualify for our 200,000 of property damage, which is five times what you have now. Five times, five times, like just hammer it and then move on to the next thing. But them hearing, like they're not going to hear anything, right? They don't hear anything that you went over. They heard a bunch of blah, blah, blah. They're bored. But when you kind of go through, back through everything, they remember a few tidbits. They remember five times, right? Five times the coverage. Or you qualified for. People love to qualify for things, right? So it is all in the delivery 
is what creates the experience and increases that likelihood of them saying yes when we get to the closing, the closing of the, the deal. Yep. So what are a couple of those things that people like to hear? I would say Most one of definitely. them is something that creates status, that raises their status. Yep. So anything that's for. VIP, you qualify, you they're able to get something that very few people are able to get. Sure. Those kind of things will always help sell. Yeah. And we were talking about this. I came up with this one this morning where you can pause. You can say, hey, I'm pretty sure that I can, I'm able to qualify you for the four times the property. Hold, hold on one second. And then like a little pause. And um, if you really want to give some effect, then I guess you could look the other way, but they can't see what you're doing and, and say, I'm, I'm checking with my manager here or my in-house underwriter, whatever you want to title the person. I'm checking with them. Yes. Yes. She's giving me the thumbs up. As long as we're, we were able to bind this today, we're going to be able to offer that four times the coverage. Isn't that awesome? Right. Then throw a tie down on it. And get them to say that it's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Hey, hold on. Let me check with Miguel. He's our in-house under... He's... Yeah, I got it. Miguel. Yes. He's giving me a thumbs up. It's like uh, deal or no deal. The banker. Deal or no deal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> deal or no deal. The banker is in. And we have yeah, a recommendation on okay. this policy. Right now, we have a recommendation. <laughs> it it oh, normally so isn't good. flashing recommendation on my screen. So I think that we probably need to move forward. Um, who do you bank with? Yeah. And I was just talking to one of our agents too. And, and this will, we got to stop after this. But um, I was saying, it's funny that when people go through their sales cycle where it's like, yeah. oh, they're hot one minute and they're not the next, right? Hot usually when they're not, they're usually in kind of desperation mode. So they're not uh -huh. having fun with it, doing those kind of things. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're just like, oh, like they almost like seem pushy and that they need yes. the sale. And that is not attractive. No, it's just like dating. Breath. Commission yeah. yeah, they don't want to. Nobody wants a desperate person to be with. No, right. No. You want the person that's like almost unattainable. So, so that yeah. those kind of things are huge for that. And when you when you're able to do that, and when your whole sales team is in that mode, it's so much fun. And when oh, you're in this like scarcity, best. yeah, scarcity mode where you might not make it, and your sales suck, and all this stuff, it's a very horrible place to be in. So if you right. want to elevate the culture like you got to change that mindset right yes. there. Yes. And I mean, that's the whole point of buying so many leads and, and sending the, you know, giving them to the telemarketers, getting teeing everything up because the more opportunities that you can just present, then when they get sideways, you know, cause th there's those down days. And if you can help navigate that mindset that the producers have with, uh, I'm not closing anything. It's like, look, the last call it's over. It's, it's a brand new one on the next one. And you have, you know, X percent chance of, of making it happen. Just stick to the basics. You got to stick to your basics, but have fun on the call. You got to have fun right. with it. hundred percent. I love the, you know, or, or whatever, like all of the little, all of the little things to make it fun. And um, it's a, it makes it a good time. That's right. And that's. Is that a, a coffee dog? talk? That's a coffee dog. That's a coffee dog. Oh, that's coffee dog. Subscribe. Subscribe. Oh, yes. Oh, that reminds yeah. me. Explain it to me. Go ahead and smash that subscribe button. <laughs> and these will pop right in there to your phone. So you don't even have to think about it. That we can make a promise of. And that's a coffee thing. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 
Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium off yes. of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now, live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure, live. I'm into it too. It's going to be awesome. And it's it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, All right.